This is Psalmcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about something that maybe seems unimportant or maybe like I'm splitting hairs, but really it has wide ramifications once it all just sinks in. I want to talk about the terminology that we use and the impact that this terminology has on how we think about the Psalms. The Psalms is a book, just like you've got other Old Testament, New Testament books. Even the New Testament uses this sort of terminology. Listen to how Jesus and Peter talk about the Psalter. Jesus says in Luke 20 verse 42, talking about David in Psalm 110, he says, For David himself says in the book of Psalms. Peter in Acts chapter 1 verse 20 says, For it is written in the book of Psalms. So both Jesus and Peter, they're not out of line with, with those around them right in the first century. They're, they're very much speaking within their own context. And in their context, they thought of the Psalter or the Psalms as a book. Now, maybe you, you would object or, or question, okay, what, what's the significance of this, right? Aren't you just recognizing that what we're talking about is that we just have a collection of Psalms, right? Well, that's actually my point. We have a collection of Psalms. This is a collection we don't have a bunch of psalms. We don't have a variety of psalms. We don't have a hodgepodge of psalms. We have a collection. And collection implies design. So imagine a scenario with me. Let's say your best friend is getting married, and they've asked you to organize the flower arrangement. Right? Or maybe if that sounds completely impossible to believe, like it would if, they, if I'm talking about myself, um, maybe they've asked you to DJ the reception. And remember, this is your best friend's wedding. So this is a huge honor. This is a huge responsibility as well. This is a big, big moment in their life and really in your life because you're going you're gonna to change the dynamic depending on the, the way that you treat this job, right? If you take it seriously or not. You've got an impact here. So let me ask you this. How much care and thought would you put into the arrangement of these flowers or maybe the order of your playlist? How much care and arrangement would you put into this? I would hope that you don't just get all the different kind of flowers, right? Just collection of flowers and just throw them in the air and then see where they land and say, well, that's pretty good. No, that, that's not what you'd do, right? And I'd, I hope you also wouldn't just click, uh, click open your iTunes and then just click on the shuffle button because who knows what might play. No, you would think about this with love and care because there's a right way to arrange flowers or rather there are many right ways, but there are many beautiful ways to do it. And then there are lots of ways that just don't look that good. And there's certain songs that you want to play at a wedding and plenty of others that you don't want to play in a wedding. And even beyond that, there's an order that you might want to express, right? A, a flow. You might consider the impact that that flow has. Maybe you want to blend some tracks together. And you certainly think carefully about the songs of the first dance. What if instead you're given the songs of Israel's greatest king, King David? Or what about the songs that capture the worship of generations of those who came before you? What if it was your job to collect these and arrange them in their final form? That's what we have in the Psalter. We have an arrangement of David's Psalms and then many others. While other books drew from multiple sources, we know that Moses compiled Genesis through Deuteronomy, and he wrote sections, but then there are other sections that appear that he's taken from other uh, sources right here and there. 
or even the book of Kings. You go there and there's plenty of places where it says, hey, if you want to read more, you know, turn to this book, find this collection or this source. While other books did this, uh, the Psalter is, is different because it's completely an arrangement of different sources, right? It's 150 Psalms arranged in a certain way from different authors like David, Asaph, the sons of Korah, Moses, Solomon, and then others. We're going to look at all those in the future, I hope. And the fact is that someone collected these psalms, probably different people at different times. First of all, you've got Moses with Psalm 90, and then you've got David, and he's got collections of psalms throughout the Psalter. And maybe as time went on, others were, were gathered and added to that collection. But at some point, the order that we have, or the collection of psalms that we have, 150, that's not an accident. At some point, someone collected these. A scholar called David Mitchell, he suggests that it might have been Nehemiah, because according to 2 Maccabees 2, verse 13, Nehemiah gathered together, quote, the book about the kings and prophets and the writings of David. So he gathered these writings together, and maybe he did the same with the psalms. Sometime before Jesus... Maybe the same person or, or maybe somebody else edited these psalms into a single book that we have today, known as the Psalter. Many have suggested that Ezra is a good candidate for this. He was a chief scribe, and we have records in the Old Testament of him collecting books of the Bible. And Jewish tradition considers him as the one who compiled the Hebrew scriptures. So, whether it's him or not, the, the question is simple. Did he just get all these psalms and throw them up in the air? And however they fell, he said, okay, one, two, three, you know, all the way through 150. Or did he put some thought into it? And if he put thought into it, well, what kind of thought, right? What kind of thoughts did he think while he was putting the Psalter together? In other words, what ideas or agenda dictated or or even motivated the arrangement of the Psalter as we have it. We're going to see in future episodes that there truly are clear indications of careful design. And this design will surprise you. In closing, remember what we have been given is not a bunch of Psalms. We've been given the Psalter, a book. And the first thing we need to do is we need to recognize it's a book. We need to read it as a book. Someone put these together in the order that we have them today, in the arrangement we have them, in the groupings we have them. And that's not an accident. Just as it would be wrong to rip a verse of Paul's out of context. Of course, none of us do that, right? But just as if it would be wrong to do that, it would also be wrong to completely rip the Psalms out of context. Because the fact is, the order of the Psalms is part of inspired scripture. If we want to take God's word seriously, then we will take the books seriously, the order of the books, the way that they are given to us. We will take that seriously as well. Given all the things that you could be doing right now, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider posting a review by going to psalmcast.info or sharing this episode with a friend. The show notes can also be found on the website, which is psalmcast.info. Podcasting is a big endeavor, but it's also a great opportunity. So please check out my Patreon page and consider becoming a patron. There are exciting rewards that can be found nowhere else. My page can be found also through psalmcast.info. 
All music is by Teen Days. You can check him out on Bandcamp or anywhere good music can be found. If you're still listening, then I'm impressed. You should look up my other podcast called Beyond Reading the Bible. And hey, don't forget to check out my Patreon page at psalmcast.info.